it's good to see everyone this afternoon. I hear you had a fairly long session last week. I was actually in Leicester, uh, which was great. It's good to be over in Leicester. We have, they have a thing called Food for Thought, um, which was, uh, it's basically they have a speaker who comes to talk at a meal after the church uh, service and uh, shares a bit about their life and how Christianity affects them in their workplace. So I went to do that last week. Uh, the only thing I'm slightly concerned about was we were going to an Indian uh, restaurant, but I actually found a meal that's milder than a corner. I couldn't believe it. Chicken curry is actually, the one over there is actually milder. It was like having dumpling and chicken, that's all it was like. Very nice. Anyhow. If anyone knows me knows I do not like spicy food. I get uh, very hot, sweaty, and I go like a red light on my feet inside. You're never going to eat some hot food, that's for sure. Uh, we have a couple of visitors with us this afternoon. Mike and Logan, family from the east. I think they're in the back there. There we go. Okay. <laughs> it's good to see them. Now, I don't know how your week's been, but I've, I've had a fun week. It's nice being back. Uh, I just love the fellowship here and the things we do. I love the bit of a ribbon I get from people like Paul Henry, although he was quite nice this morning, and he said that, uh, this afternoon, he said, uh, uh, where did you get that shirt from? So I can only presume he wants one like this. Uh, <laughs> I think he also said, they can't sell many of those, so maybe it wasn't quite a compliment. So. <laughs> but we, uh, we had our D group this morning with the marriage, the marriage is always great fun. Uh, I always say to George, he gives me plenty of illustrations for future married talks. Uh, but it's just a great time to get together to talk about God and the principles for marriage and just how different we all are. So it was really good. I also uh, had a very interesting story this week as well. But, um, we, uh, one of the things I don't know if you know much about uh, ecology, but when we do uh, uh, any buildings these days, a number of protected species, you know about badgers, because it's meant to be a badger cold or it's been put off. But they're protected species. Are you aware that bats are protected? Great crested newts are protected. Anything pretty well is protected these days. There's only certain times that you can actually do these surveys. And actually, May and June is the season for great crested newts. It's also the season for bats. Um, but there's a company, fortunately it wasn't my company, they just spent, uh, they had to hold off the development for a year because there were two bats in an existing building. Uh, so they held off for a year and they actually had to build a new bat farm costing £50,000 so that those bats could go in. £50,000. <laughs> Don't say it's fatty. But, which you know, you think, well, yeah, I know that. That's the sort of thing that goes on today. I have the same issues. I have to translocate them from the great press of news. We have to move things across to protect them and save them. We spent a fortune. Uh, in fact, uh, some of you wouldn't earn enough uh, in a number of years for the cost, the removal cost. It's not like going to one of your local removal companies are moving. It's all done. In an incredibly expensive way. But anyhow, yeah, uh, th- these facts uh, we're talking about, there were two there. When they went to move them, because uh, they had to move them to the new barn, £50,000 barn, one had already left home. 
Uh, I don't know what reason it was, maybe they had an argument, about whole facts alike in relationships, I don't know how that all works, but anyhow, one of left. So, there was only one left, so the ecologist was uh, uh, trying to get it out, and unfortunately jammed it down the cavity, trying to get it out, and it died. Oh. We spent 50,000 pounds a year waiting, and the ecologist killed the bat. Now, the ecologist was a little upset, uh, but these things happen. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's what happens in life. There are things that happen. I hear new jokes each week as well, which always brings a smile to my, my face. I hear a new joke. I heard a new one this week. I read a new one this week, which is, you know, what's the difference between a buffalo and a lawyer? Does anyone know the difference between a buffalo and a lawyer? A buffalo charges less. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reality is, I can tell you that lawyers have reason that when you look at the cost of lots of things, you would not believe the price of things. At the top of colleges, the top cost you £190 an hour. Just to give you an idea. So, anyhow, on to the sermon. Sure, sir. Here we go. It's focus, focus on the Lord of our lives. Uh, if you turn to the next one, please, can you? Okay, if you turn to Matthew 6, 24. Matthew 6, 24. It says, No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Now we know this scripture fairly well, we've all come across it, not being able to, you know, you can't, if you hold focus, up, now this is easier for men actually, because we can't even focus one thing at a time. Anyhow, for women, it might be more difficult. They can engage in more things at one time. But you can only you can only focus on one thing properly, and that is true. We know that's true. You know, your focus is money, or your focus is God, or your focus is God, or your focus is something you're building, your job. You name it. You can put something in that place, and you know that really you can't serve both. You can only serve one. Uh, and that's quite a challenging comment really, isn't it? I know for me, when I look at my own life, I think, wow, that's actually quite difficult. Because how many times am I actually thinking about God more? Am I trying to put my life in God, or am I trying to put it for money? Where, where am I going? And, you know, little questions that you might ask. And the great thing is, you know, we're safe, we're salvation, don't have to worry about it. But you, you try and do your best, don't you? And getting the balance right is always difficult. Next slide, please. Now, we've heard of life balance. If you can't see it back, this is an elephant standing on a beach pool. Or fairly robust beach pool, I would have thought. But anyway, trying to get this nice balance that we talk about. We always talk about life balance, don't we? How do you get family work balance right? You've heard about that, it's often used of uh, why someone can't work a bit late that night because they're trying to get their life work balance right. Uh, yeah, I can tell you, as you, it's a funny thing, there's, there's some benefits in progressing in your career. Now, obviously, as your career develops, you know, you say, say, you decided to be a store manager and then you became an assistant uh, manager and then you became uh, or the, the link of whatever it may be. Obviously, there is financial gain that you get from that. It's just the average you go up, you get more money. But the more you go up, 
the more is expected. And the more of the challenge is time against life. And then trying to get that right is very, very difficult. And always trying to stay focused on God, use the opportunities that God gives. It's not easy, it's a very difficult thing to get right. And it's not really life work balance, is it? It's, it's, it's the balance of God. Or in the church, we bring it home. Now, our balance between church and ourselves. Now, how many times do we think, well, there's too much on, I just need some my time. When I start thinking about my time, I, think I can feel this sometimes. I can feel like, oh, I've got a 60 hour week, I've got this, I've got that. I could do with this my time. And yet that's not the standard that God's expecting from me. He's expecting me to think about him all the time. And there are ways of doing that. As you get older, you can actually, you do actually, as you get older, this stuff all becomes a bit more clear of how futile it is to be focusing on things that are material or whatever. Uh, I do know a story, I don't know if you heard this one, uh, the three um, brothers, uh, and as their mother was getting older, they all bought the mother a gift. Um, and the first one bought the mother a nice large house, which was really nice, and a beautiful house. The second one got, got her a Mercedes. Now, I don't, I don't like Mercedes because they're no good in the winter, but, you know, it's a nice car, isn't it? Anyone here not mind if I gave you a Mercedes? Would you quite like that? <laughs> and the third brother thought, well, mum always loves the Bible, has always loved the Bible. So what he did was her eyes were fading a bit, decided to get her a parrot that could recite the Bible. They'd been training for 12 years, so all she had to do was say, Tell me Matthew 6, 24, and bang, the parrot would be able to go away. So they were very impressed. And our mother sent a, a lovely little letter to uh, the, uh, the three uh, brothers and said, well, two sons, said, thanks to the first one for your lovely house you've given me. Uh, unfortunately, it was only me, and uh, I live in the one room, and it's taken ages to clean the rest. Uh, the second son, she wrote, well, I'm really sorry that. Uh, about this, but you know, I don't travel much. I'm too old to travel. Really, I can't even use the car. But to the third one, she wrote, that chicken you sent me was really tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Once you get to know that it's next slide, please. Okay, second Corinthians 4. Some of you are catching up now. Second Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, but outwardly we are wasting the world, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now, I don't know about you, but. Uh, when I think about wasting away, I do think about age. And I have to admit, sometimes when I look in the mirror, I go, oh no. There's another, another bit of grey, there's another bit of this, another bit of that. And it's funny, isn't it, how, when we're honest, 
we are concerned about how we look. You know, when when you get over, start getting over. Anyone here under 35? Men. Sorry, let's go men. Under 35 men. Okay, a few. <laughs> above 40. Men above 40. Okay. All the men above 40. Isn't it become difficult to watch that posh? You notice that thing that starts growing down here. And it sometimes can be disheartening, don't it? But it's no it's, it, it doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. It's, but it is. It's one of those things we struggle with. It's getting the idea that this doesn't matter. This body does not matter. Now we have to try and look after as best we can, okay, so it doesn't mean go away from here and then go to Papa John or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look after it. Scott says it doesn't matter, so I'll go and eat every bit of chocolate and everything I can. No, we have to look after as best we can. But it's not an important thing. Huh? Same way as the clothing. You know, Paul knows it's my shirt today. Uh, I showed you the socks. Funny thing is, he liked the socks, he didn't like the shirt. He likes the blue. Now, it really doesn't matter what we wear, what we're dressing in, etc., etc. None of those things are important. Uh, but holding on to what is ahead is so important. Here we go. Now, we can, in a way, laugh life in many ways because what we've got coming is so, so much better. You know, we've got to fix our eyes on the future and not on the now. And it's so easy to think of the, the now, what's happening now. Next slide, please. That's how I used to look. Part <laughs> <laughs> of my hair is longer, obviously. Um, now, that, that is the image uh, of people focus so much on is their body in that manner. Um, I go to the gym very occasionally these days. When I go to the gym, the men are all the, the men the men that are like David Beckham are you know they're walking around like this. And it's in the mirror. Now you me, we think that's crazy, don't we? Sometimes I think, well I sure wish I had a body like that. But it's only, it's, it doesn't last. What goes on, what they talk about, those guys that are standing there, is terrible. The way they talk, they don't have blood in their lives involved in them. And it's therefore, it's not an important thing. Next slide, please. Thank you. Hebrews 3 1. See. Therefore, holy brothers, who share the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest, whom we confess. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful to all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of great honour than Moses, just as the builder of the house is greater honour than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, testified to what should, would, would be said in the future. But Christ is faithful as a son over God's house, and we are his house, but we all hold on to our courage and the hope of which we boast. 
Yeah, I just want to chuck this in because it's obviously got a house in it and a builder and those sort of things and all that sort of thing. But it is important to remember that we are Jesus' house. This is what he died for, he died for us. And, you know, we're important. If you like, first condition of you, the trouble that God has gone to to get the earth to be the way it is, to create an atmosphere that we could live in, is incredible. Then to think, you know, and then we come along, Adam and Eve, creates them, bump, give them one rule, don't you rule, don't the street, and he blew it, or he blew it. Then we had a number of other rules, of course we blew those, but we're great at doing that. And then everything swipes away, Jesus swipes away. There's nothing stopping us now. The only thing to stop us is the serpents that are around, trying to put us off, make us feel bad, make us feel guilty. We don't have to worry about anything. We just need to enjoy our lives and share that with others. That's it. It's a very simple life, really, for us. Next slide, please. Mmm. Sunday Calvary. That one knows a little one. Jerk chicken. Mmm. Very tasty. Next slide, please. <laughs> I'm only showing this because in life, okay, in life, you can you can have a hobby. It's fine to have a hobby. There's no issue with having a hobby. I would say that supporting this team is more spiritual than supporting a team like Manchester United. <laughs> If you want to grow spiritually, support the villa. <laughs> because you learn about perseverance. <laughs> and you, you, you learn what it is to have tension and stress. They're all there. If you support the United, do not grow spiritually, really are. We're going to get more of a challenge next year with uh, the Everton Moyes, is it? Anyway, another stop for a minute here. Uh, looking after them now on. But that's the only difference. Next slide, please. A Ferrari. Nice looking car. Next one. That's a very nice Porsche. It's ended up in a house. Actually, a true picture. Someone lost, lost control and smacked halfway up the house. So that's fast. The only reason those slides are there is that it's easy to be distracted. In life, there are things that distract us from doing what's right. Next slide, please, Henry. Let's go to Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, 
who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, the importance of being focused on Jesus is just <coughs> focusing him on it in our day-to-day lives. Because God and him are active around you all the time. Now, if we focus on Jesus, it's so much easier to deal with sin. It's just a reality. If you focus on Jesus, sin has less of an opportunity to get at you. When you think about it, when you are thinking about Jesus during the day, how much more difficult is it to get upset with something? If you're focusing on Jesus, on Jesus and his purpose, how much more difficult, easier is it not to get distracted? You know, you go past, if, you, if you're focused on Jesus, you go past a nice car, a nice house, women, men in the street. You can get easily distracted. I know some of you now think about that car we did in the whole church. Because that's the way that we work. We get very, very easily distracted by things. But we focus on Jesus. It's amazing how he can help us. And even, even think of things, when things go wrong, think of them as opportunities. Because they are, there are opportunities to come about. I think I shared with some of the guys, or someone who shared recently about uh, when I was went, uh, I was in work on the, on the Sunday, and um, later in, was in the morning, the afternoon, you know, one of the times early, and I saw this email which said I had a meeting on the Monday uh, in Nottingham. And I was like, I'm so glad I came into the office because I wouldn't have known anything about that meeting. And I knew it had to be that Monday because the following Monday was uh, a new that my client, who was meant to attend this meeting, couldn't attend it because we had a very important meeting in the morning. And it was a nine o'clock meeting in the morning. And yeah, I went all the way uh, up to Nottingham, uh, took the train for the last bit because it's easier way to get to Nottingham. I turned up the meeting with the solicitor. Uh, very nice place in Nottingham. Um, Got up, uh, waiting in the waiting area, and then he came out and uh, he said, uh, Scott, I've got some bad news for you. Oh, yeah, what's happened? Well, it's not too bad, it's just uh, you're a week early from meeting. <laughs> Anyhow, later on, the meeting had been actually put to the following week, but to two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, which came later. But of course, I put all these different things together and come up with this answer, which was actually incorrect. So always read all the way through, you know, on my I'm sorry to learn, but read all the way through. Um, anyhow, so I thought, and four hours out of my day is quite, you know, you start thinking, oh my, four hours ago. The only thing I've been trying to think about recently is, well, if that's happened, there's a reason for this. There's an opportunity here. And I got back on the train, well, I had to wait, funny enough, for about 50 minutes for the train, only from Nottingham to, uh, what's it called, East Parkway, uh, anyway, East Midlands Parkway, as it's called, by the power station. I got on the train, and sitting, uh, sitting on the train, there's plenty of spaces on the train. Yeah, this fellow came and sat opposite me, and says, do you mind if I sit here? No, no problem at all. Did think a bit peculiar, you know, just face mate. Anyhow, gradually he was looking for a plug for his laptop. 
And he has to be cited to him. And cited asked, you know, what did you do? So I answered him and talked about life a bit. And he said, oh, well, why did you go to Birmingham? Uh, no, no, explain about the church. Because it's, it's funny, isn't it? There's always an opportunity to talk about church. It's always there. But always open that door for you. The reality is, you know, God is always working for these opportunities to happen. And we just need to be aware of it. And we're not always aware of it. I know I'm not always aware of it. But just always look for those opportunities that God's made. He's making it all the time. All around us. You know when you sometimes think, should I have invited that person? Have you ever been there? Yes, you should have invited that person. Because <laughs> God's working it all around for these different situations. That's the reality. You know, start thinking, it's quite fun when you start thinking about it. It's like, I, last seven, probably last six, seven years, I've gone, I go to my dentist every three months. Bang, 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 bang. And I, as he says, I'm one of his loyal customers there every three months. So I've lots of feelings when I was a youngster, so I'm on there, you know, this little, little risk thing. So every three months I get the scale and polish and off I go again. Um, anyhow, end of last year, all of a sudden I had to have a root canal. And then, uh, beginning of this year I had a filling. And then I went back last week for another filling. Uh, and then, when I came away from the dentist, I thought, I'm so wrong with my tooth from the bottom line now. It's going to right. Anyhow, I suddenly realised, I need to invite this guy to church before I get any more fillings. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I sussed out. If I invite him to church, I'll be all right with the thing. It's got to try to get my attention. Invite him. Invite him. And I actually believe that that's, God does do all these things for us. He does give us opportunities. And we have an incredible, incredible life. And it's one of the things, you know, when you think about it, what we have to offer people is incredible. You think about your life. I mean, James was sharing it earlier. About how life's different. You just think, those are married here. Do you honestly think you would have the marriage you have now without God in that third group? Just isn't going to happen. Just isn't going to happen because we have a different focus. You know, in whatever situation you are, you think about it, you are so much happier with God. And that's something we have to offer to those of you. You know, the guy talking on the train was into the Big Bang Theory and all this other stuff, and he talked about all that sort of stuff. But you can sort of relate. And then, last, actually last week, I started uh, praying about some of the work colleagues. But I really would want one of them uh, to get to know God. And last Saturday, was it last Saturday, we went to see Star Trek. And I think it was last Saturday. Yeah, new Star Trek. Bad film, by the way. Especially if you're um, Great film. But anyway, we went to see that. When we came out, I uh, went downstairs, uh, off, you know, and came down to the bottom. This is at uh, Broadway Plaza. Got to the bottom. Then one of my work colleagues walked over towards me. And we had a chat. And you suddenly think, hang on a sec, what have I been praying about this last week? Uh oh. Yeah, it happens all the time. Or if I was in London um, and uh, I went to Baker Street uh, Station, uh, as you know, normally it's fairly busy when anyone's been down to London. 
I prayed about just meeting with somebody. Uh, and I went down and I said, Next person I first person I meet on the platform, I'm going to invite the church. And I got down there, and this, this is no joke. The only person on down there was one person. That was it, one person on the platform. Who do I invite? That one person. Did I go great? Came along to church, became a disciple. Yeah, and uh, it's, you know, these, these things are not coincidence. God is working out all the time and using these opportunities all the time. We just need to be aware of it and look around. And it will happen. Because we have a God who can create incredible things. We have a God who loves us so much and sacrificed his son. So we can live our lives free, just enjoying ourselves. So important that we just try and do our best. Focus on God, not focus on other things. And have a great life. Really enjoy your life. I'm going to finish now so you can enjoy life more <laughs> and have some time for the sun. Because I know you had a long sermon last week, your service, finished it before past 20 past four. So this week we'll let go home and you can enjoy the sun. Thanks for your time.